Good morning, everybody. Lee Brower here, and welcome to this week's edition of Meaningful Monday. I am glad to be here, and I am grateful to be here. You know, I'm still reeling from uh, two weeks ago, a week, the week before last, when Lori and I got to spend time as camp parents uh, in Moab with uh, a group of young adults that are living with cancer, and still so impressed with that, still reeling from the emotion of that and uh, the courage that these young adults have and the vision that they have to overcome and to climb and to face their fears. Uh, just so impressive and, and I've learned so much. It's had a positive impact on me and, and I hope that you're following this. You can go to wackywarriors.org and follow Lori's blogs and she's going to be posting some new pictures on there this week. I think you'll find them impressive. We had an amazing photographer that was part of uh, the process and he just did a terrific job. Um, you know, and this last week had the opportunity to travel to Philadelphia, spend some good time with uh, uh, my my good friend Michael Rouse and his family, and uh, uh, just appreciate their hospitality and taking me in, and and also being able to work with their company. Michael and his brother founded a company years ago, almost uh, 25 years ago now, uh, where they work with uh, youth, and they have I think the largest youth camp program, day camp program in the in the world. It's called ESF, which stands for Education, Sports, and Fun. And they run somewhere close to twelve to 15,000 young men and young women, young boys and girls, uh, through their camps every summer. And then they have a program called Dream Camp, which is a nonprofit. And uh, they run this year-round, uh, heavy in the summer, all-day camps in the summer, but after school programs uh, throughout the school year. And uh, just their approach to education, their approach to sports, their approach to having fun. Uh, over the years, they've, they've had over 150,000 young men, young boys and girls go through their program. And look, I just, I can't imagine the ripples that that's created throughout the planet. Uh, while I was there also, I had the opportunity to not only work with some of their leaders, but to also speak, be the keynote speaker, kicking off a symposium on servant leadership. Uh, at the Haverford School. This is a private school, one of the tops in the nation, and uh, it's a high school, and I had the opportunity to speak to 450, roughly, of their students. And um, uh, this was a payday for me in, in some respects, because, you know, if, if, uh, if, if every school across the country had the spirit of education, the learning, the hungriness, the ability to ask questions, not just memorize things, but to really just ask meaningful questions, I wouldn't worry about this country, not one bit. And uh, so it was, a, it was a payday, not only to work with the faculty of, uh, that I got to work with closely with Bill Brady and Dr. Nagel and others that were there, um, what, what a special experience it was. And, and, and the payday was just getting little dribblings of uh, some of the effect that it had. I, and and humbly, I share you know one of the uh, one of the emails that I got a copy of that was forwarded to me from I think Dr. Nagel through Michael Rouse said the following. This is from a parent, and she said, uh, uh, "Dear so and so, I just got in from the 25 minute commute home from Haverford with our freshman son, and he literally did not stop talking once for the entire trip. He wanted to tell me and his older brother all about the incredible speaker he heard today at school." Based on his seemingly verbatim summary, I'm thinking he might have a future as a court stenographer. But seriously, that kind of enthusiasm is so uplifting, and I thought you both might like to know what a positive impact 
that presentation had on our son, and I'm sure on the other boys. I am hoping the assembly might eventually be mentioned on the school website since David could not remember the speaker's name. No need to respond. Just wanted to pass something along, uh, something nice along. Enjoy the beautiful weekend ahead. And um, so that was especially meaningful to me because I felt a lot of pressure with these young men uh, as I spoke to them. They are uh, engaging. They are listeners. They are doers. They asked uh, very um, amazing questions. They're curious. And, uh, you know, their minds are being prepared to become leaders. I sometimes think that, well, I don't think, I know. I know that the times right now when leadership is waning, management is excelling, but leadership is suffering, that there is a royal generation that I believe has been sent to come to this earth at this time to become the leaders that this world needs to have in order to bring us out of some of the mediocrity and some of where we've lost sight of the leadership. We got so good at managing the small things, being prepared for tomorrow. I mean, tomorrow like tomorrow, but not really being uh, prepared for the future. And this is where I think the role of leadership needs to stay focused. Leaders need to be able to see the long-term vision and be able to hang on to that, sustain it, remind people of it, and allow that long-term vision to, vision to get them through current struggles that they're having. If you have that long-term vision, you'll get through these short-term struggles. But management, as they should, are worried about the day-to-day, the task-to-task, and how do we then get our quarterly earnings in order how do we get ready for the next election? Uh, that's all short-term thinking. More leadership needs to be there. And I'm convinced that within this new generation, this royal generation that some of tomorrow's leaders will have the ability to see that long-term vision. You know, I am uh, currently uh, getting ready to, in just another hour or so, I'll be doing a keynote here with a company uh, here in, in uh, AFG is the name of it here in San Diego. Uh, last night, I had the opportunity to listen to a young man by the name of David Speck, uh, S-P-E-C-H-T, I believe. And um, his, his message was on inspiring questions, um, and not, not uh, empowering questions. There's a difference. Empowering questions move you to action. Inspiring questions cause you to think. And uh, one of his questions was, what does it mean to be a, and then insert your last name. So like for me, what does it mean to be a Brower? And uh, so I ask you, give some thought to what does it mean to be, and then insert your last name. Ask yourself, ask your spouse, if you have one. Uh, ask your children, ask your brothers and sisters, ask your parents. What does it mean to be a Brower? What does it mean to be an Anderson? What does it mean to be a Thompson? What does it mean to be a Rouse? Ask them what, you know, ask them what it means, and then be, c- contemplate that, think about it, and uh, see if you can't help refine that just a little bit. Uh, I appreciate your time to get together. This, I appreciate our time together this week, and I look forward to talking to you next week. Have a great, meaningful week. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.